Hi and welcome to the Travel Hero Podcast by ITB. Are you ready to reveal some superpowers of the great minds of the tourism industry? Here's your host, Nico Gutia. Today's guest, the wonderful Charlotte Lamp Davis. Nice to have you here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to it. How are you? I'm really well. Really you look well. great, by the way. Thank you. You look good. Ah, thank you. So kind. <laughs> We have to talk about one of the most important topics in the world and in this industry, women in travel tech. So what is your point? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, this this has been bantered around now for, for quite a while. And I would, um, I think I would start off by saying something quite positive. I would start off by saying that we are seeing improvements in this field. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, it was high time, for sure. Um, I think, I mean, you know, this, this really, this really... This, this really sort of boils down to our educational systems. How do we attract women to uh, technology? How do we early on attract women to technology? It was even uh, years ago quite difficult to attract women to mathematics. As we know, women have just as clever mathematical minds as men. Um, maybe but better. It, <laughs> sometimes you could argue maybe better, but I wouldn't even say that. I would just say, again, this is about equal opportunities, but it is also about what our educational systems and our politicians to some extent actually push uh, you know forward on their agendas and i think that the educational system itself has not helped you know our fight or uh, our our quest you know to change to change this this aspect um and and i do think that that, that is beginning to change now it, certainly there are many many universities now that the intake of technical um, students is, is as high from a female perspective as it is almost from a male perspective. Have you ever heard of the so-called Scully effect? No, I haven't. Do you know the X-Files? Yes. The TV show. At the back of my mind, yes. And there were two young FBI agents, one of them female, Dana Scully. Yes, of course. And it was a huge success. And it's called the Scully effect because of this TV show, a lot more women decide to study, to go in science, to go in technique. And this is an unbelievable thing when you think of TV shows of the 90s. So uh, you can see there are much more women, thank God, like I already said. Um, what do you think? Where will we be in 10 years from now with this point? Will it be on a, on a state where everybody says, perfect, or still? I still think we have a very long way to go. Ah, I think so. Yeah, I do. And... Uh, I read a report recently that uh, we're another 80 years away from no. what we would call, yeah, unfortunately, what we would call uh, real equality. <sighs> Having said that, so it will certainly not be in my lifetime. And it may actually, my daughter is 15, it may not even be in her lifetime, oh. which is a little bit sad to think about, to say the least. However, I think you just need to carry on on the path. And we need to ensure, you know, that we are... We are picking the right people for the right jobs. It is more than just about equality, but it is about giving equal opportunities. Yes. And, and we need to be better at that. Everybody needs to take a responsibility for that. Not just women for other women. Men should be thinking along those lines as well. I think I know, I know a lot of men that are thinking along those lines. So change is coming. Hopefully. And I was so shocked. First time I heard... Men and women get not equal pay for the same job. I was shocked. I was, I, I, and I was very young. Not yesterday, I was like six to seven years old. I was like, why? And nobody could answer. That's still the big question. Why? Yes. Why on earth would, would that be the case? 
most women, particularly, I think women in um, high-flying jobs, they will be very aware that they are paid a lot less than their male counterparts. To get back to uh, Dana Scully, the actress Gillian Anderson made it public that she didn't get the same money as her partner. Mm. And the whole world was like, what? We have 2018 or 16. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I hope we're on a good way. But in general, are there enough women in travel tech? Or could it be more? Well, there are, there are, there are, there are not enough, <laughs> is, the sh is the short answer. But it's shifting. And we are now seeing also more uh, women coming into those very important C-rolls. So the C-suite is shifting as well. And often with things in life, it comes from the top. And women uh, aspire, of course, to other women who are doing particularly well for themselves or have, have carved out a niche or a path for themselves, a career for themselves. It gives you something to aspire towards. And again, we are down to the educational system. We are down to what are women traditionally pushed in to do? What types of jobs are they traditionally pushed in to do? They are not traditionally pushed in to become the CEO of a company, for example, either. Yeah. They're pushed into teaching, nursing, caring. And that's great. That also sits very comfortably with an awful lot of women. It sits equally comfortable, one could argue, with an awful lot of men. Um, but but you know men have a men just have um, a, a wider range of choice I would say yeah even though of course if we were talking about those traditional women's roles you could also argue that that men are not always being encouraged to go down that route but I still think that it's easier for men to take up say nursing than it would be for a woman maybe to go into technology yeah that's right maybe men will just hear some stupid comments from other men never from from a woman. Saying, hey, you're doing a good job. Not Well, you're not a man enough for this in a negative way. So where will be your daughter in 10 years? What do you think? Is she going into travel tech or is she doing a um, classic way of life? Well, my, my daughter, we have no idea how this came about, but my daughter <laughs> happens to be a fabulous mathematician. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, she really has got such a lot of options open to her Uh I could see her maybe as an architect. She loves art, maybe an interior designer. Uh, so there are sort of softer edges to where she could take her skill set. But architectural? Yeah, why not? Would you like to be in her place so that you are now 15 years old? The world is different than when you were 15 years old. It's almost 20 years ago. So what do you think? Would you like to change? No, but not because I wouldn't want to live the life that she lives. Um, I, I, just because I'm super comfortable with where I am, <laughs> I, I suppose, to start with. That said, I, I think um, our youngsters are, are up against quite, quite a, a, a tough time from time to time. And I really, this is obviously what everybody is concerned and talking about. I'm, I'm thinking about their lives from a social media perspective. I mean, when I was a kid, whatever we did, it was only the one person you were doing it with that ever knew that it happened. And it wasn't What posted. What happens in Vegas. Exactly. And it wasn't posted all over the world for you to be humiliated by or upset by or anxious by or whatever it might be. I, they, they are very exposed. And, you know, I, I am a, I'm a great believer in that technology drives us forward. However... 
I think that particular generation is is going to have to learn relatively quickly to 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 sharpen up around that. Yeah. Um, and and they will need to they will need to uh, eventually come a little bit more full circle where they become better at communicating in real life. I mean, they're very good at communicating, obviously on their on their mobile phones. Um, but 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 you know, you see also a lot of them are, are lonelier than I think we were when I was a kid. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's strange. You can you you were able to get to know people from all around the world within a minute, but talking to those who are standing next to you. Seems to be much harder. Not long ago in the summer, we had a very hot summer. I was in a in a public uh, transport, and there were a woman, old elderly woman, and she was always like sleeping in. I was like getting awake and then sleeping in again, and I was like, I'm, I'm going down. I said, "Sorry, is everything okay?" First time she was shocked. <laughs> she said, "Yes, thank you, thank you very much." And I said to her, "I see you." If something's wrong, tell me, please. Yeah. Because in big cities, there's always the danger to get invisible. And so it is on social media. People aren't thinking about what they are doing. They just do in their hope. Yeah. hope I'm not visible. That's, that's also a big, big danger. It is. So where are you on social media? Do you have a Twitter account, Instagram, Facebook, Snap? So there are certain things that I have always been very fond of. I was very fond of Twitter from early on. I've been on Twitter since 2009. Ooh. I know. Uh, and I, and I, <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know by now, I, I quite like to chat. So for me, the challenge of Twitter is the 140 characters. Yeah. Can I actually get to a point? Yeah. It's almost, it's like I, I, I like that challenge. Can I, can I actually get my point across <laughs> in 140 characters? So it's a, it, It's a media that I had, that 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 I sort of instantaneously liked. Um, LinkedIn I use for professional reasons very much, and I find that actually to be extremely useful. Um, I don't use Facebook. I did for a while. Um, I tired of it, to be truthful, very much actually. <laughs> uh, and I promised my children I wouldn't go on Instagram. <laughs> So times changed. It was Facebook before. Mom, please don't go to Facebook. I don't. Kids these days say I'm only on Facebook to see when my parents has birthday. It's you know I I I really appreciate that my <sighs> children just said you know mom you don't need to go on that platform as well. I said that to my mother for Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you are 25 years in the game and you are very successful. Which was the point on this journey? where your opinion to a certain topic changed completely. And which was it? It was around the internet, because I'm that old. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I have, um, my entire career, I have been in sales, marketing and events management. And at the time, I was a sales director of a very global uh, oil and petrochemicals company. And a new publisher came in uh, To the, to the organization, and he was my direct line manager. And uh, I, I was a very good salesperson. I believe that. And uh, he said, you are a very good salesperson, Charlotte, but you need to sort yourself out and move your skill set online. And you need to do it now. Ooh. Because in a couple of years, it might be too late. And I was quite dismissive. You know, I know how to turn on a computer. <laughs> you know, I know how to write an email. And he said, that's not what I mean. He said, you need to seriously get your stuff together. Didn't say that. I used another word. But you still need to get your stuff together. <laughs> and you need to move yourself in that direction. And I would really go and do some homework on that, he said. And I would 
seriously if I were you, do it real quick. And I had a lot of respect for this chap. Um, and it was an absolute epiphany. You know, it, it was one of those bing light bulb moments. And something just went off in my head. And I thought, he knows what he's talking about, this guy. You know, I'm going to have to look at what this internet thing is. <laughs> and uh, because I told you, I'm very old. And so um, so I did. And, uh, and I wouldn't necessarily say that it was very easy for me because I'm quite a traditionalist. You know, I like to talk. I like to be with people. I'm very versatile. I like to hug and hold and all of that. So for me, I, I had to kind of accept that there is a different and a new way of doing things. And uh, hugging and holding won't be enough, you know. You need to <laughs> you need to get your point across online. Um, but I still revert to talking, and I still think that that's why today I'm still a very, very, very successful salesperson because I will only write to people for so long before <laughs> I pick up the phone and call them or go and see them. You got visited by the future. <laughs> I did, yes. Did you say thank you to the man after I some years? I did. I did. I, I, I pretty much said thank you straight away, and I have said thank you to him many, many times afterwards. It's a hard one. It's a hard one to say. Okay, I may be wrong at that point, and you're right. This is hard to say for some people. It, it is, but you, but you know, I've been so lucky in my life. He was another one of my. I would categorize him as a mentor. I've been Great. extremely lucky in my life like that. The people I've met along the way, they have. Not only have they believed in me, but they have steered me when I have needed it. You know, I've had the hug and the shoulder pad and, you know, the pat on the back, I should say, you know, when I have done, when I have done something right. And I have worked with some people who have really been able to bring out the best in me, made me believe in myself, maybe trust, maybe made me trust my instincts. Um, but also when I have weird off wrong paths, they've been able to bring me back in. How many of your mentors were female? One out of five. Ooh. Where's she now? She runs her own company very successfully. Very good. Yeah, and I happen to be godmother to her eldest son, so it's a good. Great. It's been a good friendship. Great. Do you see yourself mm -hmm. as an idol for younger women? Not an idol, but a mentor. <laughs> it's hard to say this about themselves, isn't it? No, but I know that I have a lot to give and a lot to share with women young women coming in you know the first phase of their um of their careers i think everybody needs to make their own uh experiences we we all need you need to make certainly make some mistakes because you otherwise to. you're never you gonna to. gonna get any better and uh but but i do think that there are some obstacles you know which which can be taken uh, um, out of your way uh if you have some very strong mentors and i I don't have, um, I would be delighted to mentor young men as well. But at the moment, I happen to act, I just happen to mentor young women. That's great. So they have a good role model. I would like to think so. It, but, 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 you know, it, um, it, it actually very much goes both ways. I see them also as mentors for me. Because they bring a certain level of energy, they bring new learnings, they bring new education, they bring new views. And it gives me an enormous amount of, of, of joy and energy to be with them. Um, I, I have a lot of energy anyway. I feel but, it. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 and, but, and I feed very well of young people, actually. So, so it's for me, it's, it's a massive joy. I really think it's a, it's a two-way thing. I don't think I give them more than they give me. 
So, so you could almost say I'm a bit selfish because I, but I certainly get something in return. I can assure you. The future of salesmen and women, starting right now, what do they have to have in mind? Integrity and communication skills. Those are the first two things for me. I would say. Um, Integrity is incredibly, incredibly important if you are to stay successful in sales for, for a career-long uh, length of time. Um, but also if you are just to be successful for a short amount of time. You have to, there's a couple of things, you know, I was taught when I started out, always remember who you meet on your way up the ladder because you never know who you meet on your <laughs> way down. So treat people with respect. Everyone, yeah. Everyone you meet along the way. Even the assholes. Yes. You just never know. It's the hardest part. It's the hardest part. You don't need to be overly nice to those no. people. No, no, but no. you can still be the one who has the upper hand, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I think the integrity thing is incredibly important. If you are in sales for a long, long time, you will eventually... Um, you, you, your reputation will be everything. That's, yeah. that's what you are eventually. You are just your reputation. Because people will know you can sell. <laughs> Because they will have met you in various incarnations of your of yes. your career. So you don't need to convince them that you can sell. But if you don't bring integrity with you along the way and that you deliver on what you said you would deliver on um, and that you admit if, if, if you make mistakes, it's, uh, that there's, that there are obviously loads, loads more stuff that makes us a, a successful salesperson. Um, but I think that those are sort of the ones that spring to mind. What's the best mistake you ever made? It wasn't, it wasn't a mistake, but I had massive doubts when I moved into software technology. And I, I, I took a job thinking, I don't think I'm going to make this. <laughs> but maybe there was just something in me that, that wanted a huge challenge at the time. And and it it was an incredible challenge, and the learning curve, and particularly the first sort of year in the job, I really didn't think that I would make it. But I'm quite stubborn, I guess, and so I stuck with it. And so ultimately, what was something that I did not truly think that I would succeed at the the the, the sort of the light bulb moment when I one day almost recognized that you've actually made it was just incredible. How many languages do you speak? Three. Three? I, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> okay, four. Make it 15. <laughs> no. Which word can you say in every language you know? Uh, yes, I suppose. Okay. I was to think. Give, me, give me some <laughs> language examples, please. Tag, we... Arigato, um, yeah, uh, oh, um, danke, merci, uh, <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> danke vielmals. <laughs> And it sounds good. It doesn't sound that hard. Is there a moment in your life you would like to relive? One special thing you say, this would be great to relive it once again? No. Great. Isn't that nice? Yes. But that's right. great. That means um, you're happy in the moment it happened. Yeah, I live life to the full. With a smartphone in your hand? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Would be better without, isn't it? Tell me, I'm, who? I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> who should listen to this talk? Young women. Why young women? I would just like to think that there might be something in this particular podcast which will set them 
of thinking about all of the opportunities that are open to them, that lie ahead of them, and not to be scared. Just really, really not to be scared. I have never felt scared of trying something new in my career. But it is a mindset. And it does require that you really remember to believe in yourself. But it also requires that you find some really good people to have around you. If there's a young girl, a young woman outside listening to this, and she wants to talk to you, is there a chance that she can reach you via LinkedIn, for example? For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> this is how I, this is, you know, I, I never turn down an opportunity to, to meet people. Never. <laughs> this, is one of, this is one of the best. I love people. I love people. So if anybody feels like reaching out, I'm Charlotte Lamp Davies and you can definitely find me on LinkedIn. And so in the travel business, you're perfect. Yeah. Everybody is talking, meeting every time. Yeah. It's a good place. It's a good, it's a good industry to, to, to be in. Yeah. Would you like to change the industry once more? Yeah. To where? I have never worked in finance. <laughs> I like to go from one extreme to the other. <laughs> I'll be impressed about the learning curve. You will go there. Yeah, if I have room and energy for one more challenge, it would probably be quite a big one. I've worked in travel for 12 years. But I have tried, you know, there's life outside of travel. Yeah, and, always uh, was. <laughs> and I, I, I like to try new things. I guess there is much enough energy in you. One <laughs> last question. Who is your personal superhero? Probably that publisher who told me to go online. Probably. Yeah, and his name was Jim Mutram. Then thank you, Jim. And thank you, Charlotte, for the nice chat. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Travel Hero podcast by ITB. If you like what you heard, make sure to check in soon again and subscribe to our channel to know when it's time to reveal another Travel Hero story. Uh -huh.